In this episode, I'm going to share with you 20 things learned about humanity during the quote pandemic. But first, I've got a funny analogy I want to share with you. It's about life, aging, and going from 30s into 40s. I think a lot of people might resonate with this. Check it out. So you're driving on a nice paved road, heading out into the wilderness with a friend. You know, you're going to go hiking out on a trail. So you're on the highway driving. It's nice and smooth. Everything's fine. You got the music playing. You're going. And then uh, you start getting out into the country and then you hit the dirt road. You know what that's like. You go immediately from the paved road to the dirt road and then your car sinks a little bit, starts bumping. The dust is flying. Everything's shaking. You're on the dirt road now. Uh, that's what it's like going from 30s to 40s. And my experience, as soon as I turned 40, man, things just started getting rough. You know, I started gaining weight when I never had before through my whole life. Consistently weighed 155. And then when I hit 40, I just started putting on the pounds. Didn't really change much in my lifestyle at all. And got a gut. And here I am going on 42 uh, and uh, weighed myself a couple weeks ago. Most I ever weighed, 180. So not happy about that. So I finally, in the new year... Uh, started to take matters into my hands, taking action on what I knew I always wanted to do, needed to do. See, that's the big difference in life for a lot of people is the difference between knowing what to do and actually doing it. Major life lesson there. So I decided to fast. I'm not eating food right now. I'm going on about... I'm not keeping track of it very well. It's about four or five days and feeling really good. Um, I did about six days um, more than a week ago and I lost about a pound a day. So that was really encouraging to get on the scale after six days and see those pounds just dropping by calorie restraint. What What is it called? A calorie restriction? Um, yeah, so... Man, I hate it when people say, yeah. So <laughs> anyway, I'm feeling good now, uh, fasting again. Probably going to do about two weeks. Really just want to see these pounds come off. Feeling really good to enact that discipline, the delayed gratification of, yeah, the hunger comes and goes and you want to just habitually eat something. But then I say no because I have a goal in mind. So I'm feeling really good about this new year. Got some goals actually written down, actually taking action on them. Uh, just wanted to share where I'm at with you personally about all that. Also uh, proposed to Tracy. We got engaged. So that's some big news. Uh, I'll be having her on the show probably in the next episode to talk about that. So things are <clears throat> looking Good for me. I'm really grateful to be alive and humbled by the mystery and majesty of it all. So now let's get into those 20 things learned about humanity during the, quote, pandemic. Now, this is not a list that I came up with, actually. I don't know who did. I found it on the Internet somewhere, and I decided to take note of it because 
All of the 20 things resonate with me as if they were my own because over the last two years of this pandemic, I've been observing and noticing and just really paying attention more than I ever have to, to politics and history and all of this stuff, um, psychology, human behavior, so social engineering, conditioning of the mind, propaganda, all this. So free thinkers, freedom fighters, this list of 20 things learned about humanity during the quote pandemic is for you. I hope you find them thought-provoking, inspiring, and uh, let's just get into it then. Number one, most people would rather be in the majority than be right. Number two, at least 20% of the population has strong authoritarian tendencies which will emerge under the right conditions. Some of these are more powerful than others. That one hits hard for me. 20% of the population has strong authoritarian tendencies. You see it with the mask police. You know, I don't wear a mask, never have, never will, because it's all a masquerade. And you go out into public and you'll see people yelling at other people who aren't wearing masks. You see thought police on social media and the uh, censorship going on, authoritarian tendencies. And they emerge under the right conditions, like 9-11, which was a scam, just like COVID. Number three, fear of death is only rivaled by the fear of social disapproval. The latter could be stronger. I'm inclined to believe that one. Social disapproval could be a stronger fear than even death. People just want to fit in. Noticing that. Number four. Propaganda is just as effective in the modern day as it was a hundred years ago. Access to limitless information has not made the average person any wiser. Number five, anything and everything can and will be politicized by the media, government, and those who trust them. I know I actually have never had a trust for those institutions, big government, big media, everything being politicized, a lot of, lot of smoke and mirrors and lies and distractions like magic tricks distraction look over here while they're doing something over there i've always had an intuitive distrust of those institutions number six many politicians and large corporations will gladly sacrifice human lives it is if it is conducive to their political and financial aspirations that's a tough one for a lot of people, I imagine, to find out to believe that politicians and large corporations gladly sacrifice human lives when it is conducive to their political and financial aspirations. Again, thinking of 9-11, all those people killed. It wasn't the towel-head, brown-skinned people over there in the East. No, it was much deeper than that, and I would have to point you to David Icke for more details about that. 
He wrote a large book with exhaustive explorations into 9-11. It's called The Trigger by David Icke. Highly recommend it. Probably a link to that in the show notes at my website, davidwhipple.com. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or SoundCloud, I got it. Got my show up on SoundCloud as well. Uh, I put in the notes there the links to my website where I'll post uh, recommended reading, articles, videos, and more. DavidWhipple.com. That's my launch pad for everywhere I'm out on the internets. So check it out. Number seven. Most people believe the government acts in the best interests of the people, even many who are vocal critics of the government. Most people believe the government acts in their best interests. That's sad and funny at the same time. I just don't get it how people can actually believe that government and the media act in the best interests of the people. You know, like watching CNN and stuff when they feign and pander like they actually care. Unbelievably false. (laughs) It's hilarious and sad in a way. But anyway, this is a list of things that have been observed over the last two years of this pandemic. Number eight. Once they have made up their mind, most people would rather to commit to being wrong than admit they were wrong. In social psychology, they call that sunk cost bias, where someone has sunk so much cost, financial or energetic, into a thing that uh, they would rather just commit to sinking the ship rather than admitting that they were wrong. Number nine. Humans can be trained and conditioned quickly and relatively easily to significantly alter their behaviors for better or worse. That's that uh, social engineering, the human conditioning. It's a training like dogs, like sheep. Humans can be trained and conditioned relatively easily to alter their behaviors for better or worse. That's a very clear observation I've made over the last two years. Number 10. When sufficiently frightened, most people will not only accept authoritarianism, but demand it. Pretty much everything, (laughs) virtually everything I've been seeing on the interwebs over the last two years is fear-mongering and just, just basically trying to frighten the public the uh, across the world. Fear, a fear campaign. And with enough of that, people will demand authoritarianism for, quote, safety. That's what they all say. It's always about safety. They say, stay safe. It's for your safety. That's why I say don't say stay safe free. Number 11. People who are dismissed as conspiracy theorists are often well-researched and simply ahead of the mainstream narrative. Never did like that term, conspiracy theorists. Derogatory, dismissive, thought-stopping, and lazy. 
because often people like us are well-researched and simply ahead of the mainstream narrative. I believe that. Number 12. Most people value safety and security more than freedom and liberty, even if said safety is merely an illusion. That one's not so much funny as it is just sad. Most people value safety and security more than freedom and liberty. That is, as I've finally coming around to learning about the Constitution of the Republic of the United States, a self-governing people, something I was ignorant of my whole life, the more I learn about it in the context of history, the more precious it is, the more I want to learn about it and live it and share about it so it can live on for future generations. It's more important than safety and security, and there is really no such thing as safety and security ultimately in the entire universe of mystery. <laughs> you know what I mean? Number 13. Hedonic adaptation occurs in both directions, and once inertia sets in, it is difficult to get people back to, quote, normal. Hedonic adaptation. Hmm, that's a pretty heady one. Hedonic means uh, pleasure-seeking. Once the adaptation to seeking pleasure occurs in both directions, I, I suppose that means pleasure or pain, uh, the inertia of that, once it sets in, it becomes difficult to get people back to normal. I suppose this might be speaking to addictive behaviors for good or bad. Addictive meaning mask-wearing, the... the the jab getting. Number 14. A significant percentage of people thoroughly enjoy being subjugated. Yeah, simple, true. Number 15. Quote, the science has evolved into a secular pseudo-religion for millions of people in the West. This religion has little to do with science itself. <clears throat> That's a big one, big one. Everybody's seen the science, and you might have heard recently Fauci. I don't call him a doctor. Uh, Fauci, he uh, said he represents science. He is science. It's just getting obscene, actually, what these people are saying and doing. The science. It's unbelievable. Just a pseudo-religion. And it has virtually nothing to do with science itself. So that's an observation over the last two years. Number 16. <clears throat> Most people care more about looking like they are doing the right thing rather than actually doing the right thing. Yeah, totally agree with this one. People care more about looking like they are doing the right thing rather than actually doing the right thing itself. That's sort of a self-psychological manipulation going on there. That seems to be true even before this two years. That, that seems to go back a long time. I've noticed that for most of my adult life. Number 17, politics, the media, science, and the healthcare industries are all corrupt to varying degrees. Scientists and doctors can be bought 
as easily as politicians. True. The corruption is deep and wide of all of those industries. Frightening, really, if you really think about it. Kind of puts a big question mark on the future. But I guess that's what makes life worth living. Last three here of the 20 things learned about humanity over the last two years of this pandemic. Number 18, if you make people comfortable enough, they will not revolt. You can keep millions docile as you strip their rights by giving them money, food, and entertainment. Basically pacifiers for the little baby sheep. Make them comfortable. And they will not revolt. Nothing really funny about that one, just sad. <laughs> sad but true. Number 19. Modern people are overly complacent and lack vigilance when it comes to defending their own freedoms from government overreach. Powerful one. Love that one. Modern people are overly complacent and lack vigilance. Yeah, that's the sheep, sheep dog kind of situation there, isn't it? <clears throat> you need strong and aware people to look and listen and notice when there's danger on the horizon, no matter where it's coming from. And unfortunately, the attack on masculinity over the last few years is not helping that at all. Um, so we got to make men men again so we can protect and serve, in my opinion. All right, last one, number 20. It's easier to fool a person than to convince them that they have been fooled. Yeah, just true. All truths here. I agree with them all. And uh, I hope that they serve you in some way. Just things to notice over the last two years. And here we are now uh, as the first month of 2020 comes to a close. So far, what I've noticed in the news and internet over the last couple of weeks is just like <laughs> the, the trend is just going in that same direction of craziness. Things are just getting crazy. It's the best of times and worst of times. The threat of communism and evil, I mean, true evil taking power across the whole world. You look at what's going on, what has been going on in China, unspeakable evils, and Australia now following suit, and the temptation for the Republic of the United States to go in the same direction. Yeah, it's really kind of a choose-your-own-adventure, isn't it? Like, that's the way I see it. I get to choose all day. It's a mental meditation for me to notice and I worry, but then I look around and see so much beauty and there is so much good in this world. And I can hold both of those perceptions at, at the same time. And so, yeah, strange and fascinating. So 
Just wanted to share that list with you. I hope it serves you. And that's it for this episode. I appreciate you tuning in. Uh, I'm feeling good right now, <clears throat> getting my act together, aligning my actions with my ambitions. Uh, got a good sleep last night. Uh, did a nice yoga session. Had a nice green smoothie. I'll have another little liquid beverage later. Continue my cleanse for many more days and get my body back into shape so I can harmonize the body, mind, and soul. And that's just what I've always wanted to do in my life. And it's never too late to get your act together. Not to sound like I'm giving you advice, but just sort of riffing there for you. I want this episode and this show to be value to you. Some entertainment, some education, keep it personal so we can relate, build a connection there. Try and make this world a better place. That's what it's all about. The Whipple Effect. Free thinkers, freedom fighters. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this. Subscribe to this show on Apple, SoundCloud, Spotify. Leave a rating and review. You can do that on Spotify now, too. As a matter of fact, so that would really help. I'm going to continue releasing episodes through this year into the next year. I got great visions for myself and the world for the rest of this year. I'm envisioning those goals and even beyond this year into the coming years, as long as I'm alive and we share this together. So thank you. I'll see you in the next episode. Nah, fuck. I won't see you. You know, we'll be riffing together. Until next time, don't stay safe. Stay free.